Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Boy, people are having a hard time with all these rapid weather fluctuations we've experienced in Wisconsin. What's happening with some of our sensitive plants that are out there? Ed Burrs from Burrsberry Patch down in uh, the Barneveld area is joining us this morning to kind of give us an update on some of the things that we look forward to at this time of the year and how they're reacting to the weather. First, I thought of asparagus with you, Ed. I know you and Kathy have quite a patch that uh, is pretty prolific for a good chunk of the early spring season, but I wondered how this erratic weather pattern has been impacting not just that, but a lot of the things that you guys like to offer at this time of the year. Yeah, well, Pam, thanks for calling and asking about these things. Um, Things are good out here at the farm. We're, as most places around Wisconsin, it's been kind of late this spring getting things going, Um, asparagus in particular, the surrogate plants are they're a very deep-rooted plant. You plant them very deep and about 8 to 10 inches down in the ground. So it's been real cold. Even even with this hot weather here, it's still been cold under underground 4 or 5 inches. So the asparagus is doing fine. The plants are healthy. Um, we went from pretty much just seeing a few things poking out of the ground this weekend, and now it, Kathy was actually out yesterday picking it for the first time. And usually when it's 80, 85, 90 degrees like this, We'll pick it twice a day. The step will grow, you know, 10, 12 inches in a day, um, and that, that seems to be the case. I looked at it last night again. She had picked it yesterday around noon. Last night, again, it could have been picked again. So first thing this morning, we'll get out there and pick it. And as far as longevity, um, usually the month of May is when we pick it through maybe the first week of June in a normal year. Well, we started about the 10th of May this year. Um, so I would say it's going to push us to the middle of June this year of picking. So the season itself will probably, I would say, would probably be a kind of a normal season. And uh, especially next week with the weather kind of getting back to more normal type temperatures. Um, that's what we're looking at with the asparagus. Mm-hmm. Now, I know your major, one of your major cash crops is also strawberries. And as I said with my apple orchard people, I feel for you. Now, I know that you take uh, measures to protect those strawberries until you see fit, Ed. Tell me a little bit about how you've been managing them and maybe explain for people how you manage to protect your strawberry plants when the weather is erratic. Yeah, so I'd say probably the month of May is May and early June is the most critical time for the strawberry plants they're starting to send out their fruit buds and that's kind of a with this up and down temperature we're more concerned i guess with the really cold temperatures when when they're blooming because that's when the fruit buds can get frosted or frozen off and then you you lose a good part of the fruit the plants themselves will stay healthy pretty much in any kind of environment as long as you don't get a disease problem so i monitor mostly for diseases and then Again, watch the watch for any freezing temperatures, which I do not see in the 10-day forecast here. So I think the plants are coming along pretty healthy. Um, it's still a little early to see how well they came out of the winter, but I, I'm seeing quite a bit of green up now in these last few days with the hot temperatures. Um, actually, I'm probably going to put a little water on them here this weekend if we don't get any rain because they are getting a little dry on top. And strawberry plants are not very deep-rooted, so you really got to watch for for the moisture once the plants start getting a lot of foliage because they'll draw a lot of water out of the ground, um, especially because they're starting to feed the fruit and the fruit buds. So keep an eye on the water. Um, if you've got disease problems, there's a few things you can do to mitigate that. Um, primarily just kind of keep the plants thin, 
keep keep the if you got a garden of them at home, try to keep them in rows so that they're a little more narrow and get a lot of wind and breeze blowing through the plant leaves. That'll keep a lot of the disease away for you. So should have a good crop of strawberries this year. Um, guess I don't have anything else to report other than it'll probably be a little later. Mm-hmm. We tend to start around the 10th of June of picking. I would say. You know, unless we keep it in the 90s, um, it's probably going to be more around the, the 20th of the June this year before we start picking. Sure. Have you now? Did you have good winter survival this year, Ed? And uh, I know it's kind of early, but do you have any idea on uh, fruit set or volume? Yeah, don't know much about fruit set yet. Uh, my older plants, there is a little more winter injury on them, even though we. We cover them with about six to eight inches of straw every winter. That kind of keeps the temperatures from fluctuating and, and kind of keeps the keeps a steady temperature on the fruit crown below the ground. So the, the plants, in general, the new plantings look really good. The old plantings, they, they took a little little bit of hit this winter. I think part of it is because of the dry weather. Um, we, we typically get a little more moisture in the ground before winter and during winter here, and it was just, it's been a dry spell, so... That might have taken a few of them out, but strawberry plants actually do have the ability to regenerate roots, even if they have root or crown damage. They can regenerate a little bit during the spring season, as long as you got good fertility in there and adequate water, um, and then, of course, a little bit of heat will help them along. So I think they're. It looks like they're coming back through, and I see a lot of a lot of last two days. I've seen a lot of foliage coming on up that I hadn't seen earlier. So I think they'll come out of whatever funk they were in here earlier, and um, looks like the, if there's not a frost issue this spring, um, we could have a real good fruit set. Um, size of fruit will just that'll be determined, I guess, come June. But hopefully, we'll we'll have a, at least lots of berries out there again. Yeah, right. Ed Burris, Burris Berry Patches along with us there in Barneveld. You want to watch, follow along, and kind of keep up to date, you can go to their website, Burris Berry Patch, that B-U-R-E-S, berrypatch.com, or they've got a great Facebook page, and I know that Kathy keeps uh, mentioning what's going on in the patch. Got to ask you, though, buddy, uh, if you guys lived through or are still witnessing any supply chain issues, I know that labor is always an issue for everybody in agriculture, but what about some of the other things that uh, the patch would normally rely on something as simple as cardboard boxes or anything like that if you had to change up because of those extended supply chain issues uh, we've kind of altered i guess where we got some of our supplies from particularly the the inputs of fertilizers chemicals um, those sort of things going on in the field there's been a little bit of delay getting some of that so i've kind of searched around wisconsin and been able to get get that input that stuff in the only the only big problem we had is the cost is, you know, people think uh, gasoline's expensive, but they ought to try to buy some farm supplies. Um, some of the stuff's outrageous. I think I'm paying almost three times the amount of money for nitrogen fertilizer this spring compared to last year. So I, um, I empathize with the farmers that have to buy large volumes of this stuff for multiple acres. But I can see even at my, my level of farming, it's just unbelievable the costs that have went up. So, But getting, eh, I pretty much got most everything I need. Um, and I kind of rely on labor from the local local area here. And we've got, we've got some real good folks that have been on staff here for a few years now, and I have them coming back again this summer. So I think we're set. Um, kids are excited to be out working in the fields again, too. So 
I think we'll be fine from the labor perspective. Well, good to hear. Good to hear. Again, that's Ed Burrs along with his wife Kathy and family. Burrs Berry Patch in Barneville. B U R E S berrypatch.com or you can find him on Facebook and like I said I'll be touching base with Ed from time to time to make sure that you know exactly when those fresh Wisconsin strawberries are ready to go and like Ed said looking for fresh asparagus well I guess your time is now from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison I'm farm director Pam Yonke